From Grain to Glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Pal. Recording here so we can, you know, put this up later. Yeah. All right. So we're here with uh, with Tom. Do you prefer Tom or Thomas? Tom. Tom. All right. We're here with Tom. Uh, he sent us in a a few homebrews. Uh, we got three of them here sitting in front of us. A and care package. A care package. The best kind of care package. One that you know contains beer. Yes, and multiple different kinds. Yes. Uh, and I'm really excited uh, to try a couple of these, specifically the uh, the cheater. Cheetah. I'm I'm really really excited about that one. I I am too. Because if it's good, that means I don't have to work nearly as hard anymore. <laughs> he will be making <laughs> cheetah English ales a lot. Oh yeah, just over and over and over again. Uh, there's going to be a cheetah hefe and a cheetah dry Irish stout in the works too. Oh really? I'm. Yeah. That's that's awesome. Yeah, no, I like I think I think we were talking that I think the hef uh should do pretty pretty good with the, you know, with the with the short mash cuz you're I'm not looking for clarity. And I Irish stout too. Yeah. Oh man. All right. All right. Miles, start pouring some beer. All right. Let's all right, let's all get right, this going. All right, all right. Pale ale first. I love your labeling. Very original. <laughs> well, that was so you could easily delabel it to use the bottles, Miles. Oh, well, someone's on the <laughs> ball here. All right. <laughs> so, Pale Ale uh, pours very clear, awesome looking. Wonderful um, looking head. Sticks around. Yep. Uh, good uh, Good color. Uh, like that, that dark uh, gold. It's gold ambery. Yep. You get much of an aroma. Wow! The yes, that <laughs> there it is. <laughs> <laughs> the aroma on this is just phenomenal. Oh, this this is fantastic. Just I could sit here and smell this beer. So, do you have any uh, any thoughts on your own pale ale that you want to share with us? No, uh, let's see. That has Citra, Columbus, and Centennial in that. What was your uh, like? What was your hop schedule looking looking like with this beer? Uh, let me see if I can pull up my one app here real quick. Unfortunately, live radio, da 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 da. Keep talking. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're we're used to it. Don't worry about. It. <laughs> we we've done this to ourselves a couple uh, of mo- times. More than once. More than once. God, that aroma. Okay, is the hops fantastic. on that was an ounce of Centennial at sixty. Okay. Half ounce of Citra at fifteen. A half ounce at Flame Out, and then dry hopped with two ounces. Okay. So, yeah, no, that, that that citra really comes through in the aroma. It's I love the slightly dry nature and my gosh the aroma. It is fantastic. Love the way it smells. And and the hoppiness is not is not nearly as pungent as the aroma, but I like that. It's it's very well balanced. Yeah, no, the way. it man. That's a good beer. Uh like I'm not getting like a super lingering bitterness, which I like. No, I get almost uh, a little bit of an earthy dryness at the end. Yeah. Hmm. Definitely makes for an interesting pale ale, to say the least. Mm-hmm. So you're actually enjoying that one, Casey? I am. I know. <laughs> you want to take a wild guess what uh, yeast I used on that? <sighs> <laughs> 
You would. You would. <laughs> yes. Cephalo 5. For the win. <laughs> the devil yeast. You know what? I, I blame I blame all the beers I had last night. You know, <laughs> clouding my judgment. Do you do you think you taste the USO five? Now that he's mentioned it, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm because I'm looking for it. Otherwise, it it's a lot cleaner than um, a lot of uh, USO five beers that I've had. Well, it's not just that, but the USO fives that I made were the single gallon batches, and it's entirely possible that I used too much you yeast, over-pitched. and it got not not that it was over pitching, but that it was overly. Miles, if you put too much yeast in something, I think that's over pitching. We, we've done an episode on this. <laughs> too much is a very subjective term, um, but more than necessary would be the term I'd use. Okay, and that they came out exceptionally yeasty, and this one clearly did not this would be a, a good example of using uso5 correctly mm-hmm. admit it yeah admit fine it. yes we got him God. we got him i mean i'll admit it but i'm not gonna be happy about it <laughs> at all just not well, some no. people can get some yeast to work and other people just can't get anything to work so well you're right idiot. miles can't get anything to work so ouch <laughs> <laughs> ouch i did not realize this was gonna turn on me <laughs> i didn't either well, you know, you gotta poke it every once in a while. <laughs> I'm getting uppity here. Right? Stop getting uppity, Miles. <clears throat> All right. Um. So, is there anything that you'd like to change about this beer, Tom? I think that one's spot on how it is. I, the only I thing agree. I might ch- the only thing I might change up, and this only would make you feel a little bit better, Casey, is the yeast. I'd like to experiment with that one on with different yeasts. Okay. Um. Yeah. Like just the the little bit of yeast character, I think, really helps this beer just pop. I, um, I do too. It's just kind of like this very slight kind of phenolic uh, dais that the other flavors just kind of step. Yeah, up I, I don't. I don't know if it would uh, be nearly as good if you're using something like super clean fermenting, like 1056, or um, it would the definitely White give it a different California. quality. It would give it a little bit more of a, a crisp kind of, I don't know, crisper flavor. Yeah. I think, and it would definitely just change it into a different beer. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't be this anymore. But it w- yeah, no, I agree. It would be uh, amazing to experiment with this oh, with different man. yeasts. Well, that's a good beer to start the day with. <laughs> <laughs> a little hair of the dog. Hair of the dog. I'm sorry, I'm feeling better already. <laughs> well, then you should feel better after the red, then, if you want hair of the dog. <laughs> right. We are pouring that yep. as start, we speak. Starting to pour the red right now. And it looks fantastic, if I can say so myself. You can. That was my first version of a Baldur's Gate red. Miles, you recognize that that name, Baldur's Gate. Uh, yeah, the the uh, the the old uh, isometric RPG from uh, Bioware, right? Did did Bioware? No, Bioware didn't do Baldur's Gate. No, was that Bethesda? I don't remember. I was leaning more towards the actual literary works, but okay, Ah. we're same category. (laughs) Let's see. Uh, so what what can you tell us about this beer right off the bat? It's very boozy. It smells it. Yeah. Um, I was going trying to go big with that one, and I think I went a little too big. Eight point nine percent for a red is a little bit uh, <clears throat> much, I think. Eight point nine. Yes. I might Jesus. have poured a little bit less if I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, great. Well, uh, well, at least I'm taking a nap after this. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> I could. I don't think we, I actually have anything planned with a lady today, right. except uh, Star Wars at seven or nine. Oh man, I'm jealous. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I, well, well I, by the time this comes out, I still wouldn't have seen it. Darn it! I'm I'm going to see it on Tuesday. Where uh, the well, and like I was gonna go see it this weekend, but the boss was like, "Hey, we're gonna." We're we're gonna pay for everyone to go on Tuesday, and we're gonna take some time off of off of the office. I'm like, fine, all right, I'll wait. You know, twist my arm. <laughs> so I'm I'm actually getting a little fruitiness coming through on this. Yeah. What was your grain bill, if I may ask? That was extract batch. It was all right. Okay. Unfortunately, I brew what I can with what I have with the time I have when the little ones running around. Zero. Yeah. Fs give it no, right. Um, <laughs> I I cannot complain about that at all i mean you're talking about a guy who brews single gallon because yeah well that still doesn't make any sense oh don't even get started (laughs) i've already converted someone else yeah well you need to stop doing that (laughs) um you you tried it i'm i'm still bracing myself yeah Uh, so I, i did put a little bit of oak essence in that did you guys pick up on that okay that might be it um there was there was something that i couldn't that I wasn't quite sure what it was. I know. It's, it's like this booze meets fruitiness, and it would make sense if that's uh, some of the barrel coming through. Yeah. Um, what yeast did you use with this? Not uh, not a staff. It was uh, Nottingham. Okay. That. All right, so a little bit of an English character. Hmm. I get the, the tannic quality from the wood. Yeah, no, the, the tannic's there. There's uh there's a fruitiness that I'm yes. just I'm having trouble placing that might be the Nottingham but uh, it it could be fruity esters or it could be an, a roasted malt of some sort you know that mm. that got put in there yeah but it's hard to think that it is because it would be darker I assume okay I I'm this is a very interesting yeah beer. ridiculously interesting it's also ridiculously drinkable for being as strong as it is mm-hmm Wow, that is, that is a dangerous beer. Good job. Um, oh, did we lose him? Daddy. Oh, nope. oh. <laughs> we got him. All right, Tom's still here. I think I'm still here. I don't know what happened there. It was Skype being Skype. Sometimes it has a mind of its own. I thought you said you were gonna watch TV. Daddy's talking to someone. Um. So. Do you, do yeah, I have an extra guest oh. with me here, so if you hear anything, I apologize. Ah, that's fine. Um, so with th- with this red, do you think you'd brew it uh, the same way? Uh, try and go for that high ABV, or do you think you'd back it down a little bit? I'm definitely going to back that down. See, and, and I would be interested to see the all-grain version, just to get a little more of a, a body through to the end to kind of match up with the intense. What was your, uh, what was your primary extract? It was six pounds of the amber malt. Okay. LMA. Of the liquid, yeah. Man, that is that is a damn good beer. Yeah, that um, is it's too smooth to be that big. Yeah, no, it's like it that that is a troubling beer because you could sit there and drink it all day long and not realize it was, you know, eight percent. This is the kind of beer that Casey would be upset if he got it in a pint and not right. in a snifter. Oh, I haven't told you this story. Fun story <laughs> time. Went to uh went went to uh Patty Ryan's the other day and uh they had a beer on tap that uh they, they just knew the brewery name. They didn't have the uh the beer name. 
The uh, the only thing Kevin had was like the keg had uh, an H and S on it. No idea what it was, and so we ordered it, and we were looking it up. Uh, so he he brings us pints of it, and it turns out it's Hammer and Sickle, which is like a nine percent Imperial Stout. Oh man! And so we we just have pints of this Imperial Stout, and he's like, "Oops, I'm sorry." <laughs> <laughs> Where are you? Um, you know, I was I was pretty good until like I finished about half of it, and then I'm like, "Huh, I actually need to go accomplish things today." <laughs> Did yeah, that, that work out? Made for a mighty, mighty rough next morning once for me. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I am cherishing this right yeah, now. Oh, I'm man. not gonna lie. It's phenomenal. the the only The only downside to this That's beer is that I'm really excited for the next one, and so like I wanna I wanna finish it quickly so we can get to this uh, this fifteen fifteen cheetah, which by the way is a cool name in and of itself. Yes. All right, so uh, do you want to run us through your uh, your thought process on this on this cheetah uh, before we start pouring it? Yeah, I was actually sitting there trying to figure out ways that I could get my brew day in faster because, unfortunately, they call it a brew day for a reason, <laughs> especially when you're going all grain. And yep. I did a lot of research where, you know, they say most of your conversion happens within 15 minutes. Well, I'm sitting there going, well, I've made extract pale ales in, with a 15-minute boil. Conversion takes 15 minutes. I mean, yeah, I, don't, I could see a 15 and 15. So I was contemplating that and contemplating that, and I just could never. Jocelyn, daddy's talking. Sorry about that, my little co host. That's fine. And, she uh, sounds adorable. Oh, she likes to ra- help me rack my beverages over to secondary. <laughs> <laughs> Got to start them when they're young. And, uh. Okay. You're going to have to keep it down. Right? <laughs> And uh, I could just never pull the trigger on doing that experiment. And just recently, Brewlosopher did a 1515. And I'm like, well, if it worked out for him on a one-gallon batch, I don't see why it wouldn't work out for me on a five-gallon. So I just ran with it. Yeah. Um, that is six pounds of two-row at 150. An ounce of Centennial at first wart. And I made the mistake of not having a flame out edition and dry hopped it with a mystery hops. I will say that because I thought I dry hopped it with more Centennial. Went to the freezer when I was dry hopping my black IPA, which unfortunately I couldn't send you because ran out of space. And uh, lo and behold, the packet of Centennial was still in the freezer. So I'm like, I don't know what I put in there. (laughs) So have you tried this beer yet? I have half the keg gone already. <laughs> so clearly, you approve of your methods so far. So, um, what what was uh, I'm I'm guess I'm a little curious about your uh, your gravity. So, what was your uh, what was your starting gravity? Starting gravity on that was ten twenty nine. Okay. And finishing gravity was ten oh four. Oh wow. Okay. So we're about to get something. very very light body. Yep. Which is what I was hoping for with a session beer. Yeah, um, I mean it's light in body, but there's still like something there, which is uh, which is good. Um, I love the you can taste the grain; it, it's got yeah. a grainy quality, and I'm usually surprised when I come across that, and I almost always like it. It's uh, it's almost like a a Kolsch ale of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, uh, ridiculously easy drinker. 
Yep. Um, I'd be curious to know what that hop is because if you guys can try to figure it out, um, <laughs> I'd like to figure it out my myself. Because it, I mean, it's not. It's not like citrusy. It's more of like a no, like earthy. a floral, earthy. Maybe there's some spiciness in mm-hmm. there, sort of thing. Man. And actually, that's probably a lot lighter on carbonation than how it is on keg right now. Okay. You know, I, I'm actually going to say... I was I trying to rush I... to beat the cold weather to get that out to you, Casey. <laughs> well, the problem with the cold weather here is I think we get a month of nice weather, and then it's cold weather for the rest of the year. So there's not really a whole lot of heat in it. I think I like the lighter carbonation. Yeah. You definitely get a lot more of the texture with it. Mm-hmm. I am also a fan of this beer. And then uh, I, I'm just going to throw this out there because I, I think I've mentioned it on one of the previous episodes. Uh, if you get uh, some iodifer or some iodine, you can do an, ion, an iodine test for your mash conversions uh, to find out if you've actually completed mash conversion by 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I mean, it it seems like like with the with the way it tastes and uh, the gravities, it sounds like he had full conversion. Yeah, no, I mean, I don't I don't doubt that, yeah. especially after my episode on Lintner and and all of that BS that you weren't very amused by. Nope. <laughs> um, a, a pure a pure base malt beer would be finished that quickly. Yeah. Uh, and then an iodine test, if you wanted to start doing more complex beers, even if you switch to a six-row, you could easily get in a pound or two of of something else in there, and you could start really broadening your horizon with this 15-15 style. Yeah, I'm, I'm really... Uh, uh, man, uh, this this could be a game-changer. I mean, uh, your brew day was, what, two hours start to finish? That included prep time and cleanup. Man, like that is insane. Uh, because, like you said, it is a brew day. There's no like, I mean, any anything you can find to you know cut that time down is phenomenal. And this beer is is, I mean, it's a perfectly satisfactory beer. It it really is. It gets the job done. And and at the end of the day, I do appreciate just a sessionable beer. Well, yeah, and I mean, you just want something that you can, mm-hmm. uh, you know, have a pint of, or three. Just ask Casey about his fifteen packs. Right? Yeah. I. Oh, that's what I had last night too. <laughs> <laughs> things are things are making a little bit more sense now. <laughs> and the, the next time I do that fifteen fifteen, I already have a couple uh, hop shots in the, in the fridge. Just oh, nice. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That that was the other thing is um with with that short of a boil, I don't know like how your uh like conversion on the hops is going, but with with the uh, hop shots would be the way. Hop to shots. Do it. Yeah. That's easily. that's phenomenal. And you could easily get in some extra, especially if you wanted to do, you know, uh, a really bitter IPA or something, and mm-hmm. still be able to keep it clean. Uh, the one thing that did surprise me is that has a really nice. Smooth bitterness. Yeah. I mean, it's not an in-your-face, but it, you can definitely tell it's there it's, when you're it's done. It's there. Like, it's it's just a nice, firm bitterness that's not, like, it doesn't linger too long. Um, but It lingers like, just long enough for you to want to take another sip. Exactly. And I am a big fan of this color. Yeah. This is a neat color. Like, nice, light, um, uh, it almost like Pilsner in color. Yeah. It um, looks like Pilsner malt. Well, and it's it's a lot uh, 
like it's it's a little on the cloudy side, but it's a lot clearer than I thought it was going to be with the shorter boil. Well, if you check your phone, Casey, I sent you a picture of how it looks off tap right now. Uh, I don't know where my phone is. Do, no. Do, 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 do. I think is my phone's upstairs. upstairs. Uh, yeah. Go upstairs. He and I, we'll, we'll chat. Okay, I'll go get my phone. Because are you having one right now, too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I suppose. When I, when I made coffee, I heard the keg say, what the, you know, what the expletive, and I just said, nah, I had to pour some to just make them happy. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, so what kind of recipes do you think you'll you'll broaden this idea out to? Do you know? I'm going to try to broaden this out to any style I possibly can try. I mean, there's going to be some that's definitely not going to be attainable, for example, like any, any type of big Russian imperial stout. That's just not going to happen. No, and, and I'm not sure you'd want it to. Um but definitely pretty much anything on the light SRM side of the scale is going to be fair game. and Which just so happens to be my personal preference and styles. Yeah, you can't say I blame you one little bit. Uh, I'm, I'm even interested in seeing if I can adapt this to my one-gallon style. Um, the, the problem I have is uh, with, with my mash ton and the way it's designed, I have to have at least so much liquid in the mash to get all the way up to the heating element. Uh, but I'd be able to try and do... Uh, he's showing me the picture now. Wow. Wow. That looks beautiful. Yeah, no, that the head, the clarity, <coughs> it's... Man, it's a good-looking beer. Yeah. Uh, but what I'd do is I'd, I think I would just take first runnings, and if I was too short, just try and uh, spike it with some DME and, and go from there. So... We were we were talking about adapting this to my one oh do your one, one gallon. gallon yep and and I have some limitations without being able to do second runnings and there's some other stuff with that other than the mystery hops that might surprise you guys What's that? that was an all grain Bruna bag batch that was not full volume boil really yes um what was your what was your boil size two and a half gallon okay and what was the batch size five gallon. Five, okay. Nice. Huh. Stovetop brewing. Yeah. So, I mean, you went, like, so you were able to get some stuff done around the house while you're doing your 15-minute boil. <laughs> like, <laughs> I suppose 15-minute boil, there's not a whole, like, No, you man. sit there, you watch it, and then you put in the hops, and then you're done. Like, it's like making macaroni and cheese, but you're making beer. Like, it's I so easy. One nice thing is you actually put your wort chiller in as soon as you add your first hop so <laughs> right man i stand back and relax this is yeah i I'm, I'm really excited to see how like the half of eisen and stuff comes out um because those would like those will be just awesome uh with it with especially i mean like the, the pale ale like the session pale ale is really good but I, I feel like there's some styles out there that'll really um go well with this yeah, he and, I, he and I were talking about while you were upstairs that he wants to expand this to pretty much any re realistic style mm -hmm. you could adapt it to. All right. Well, um, I think, um, uh, I mean, is is there anything else you'd like to add about this beer, Tom? Otherwise, I think we're about uh, done here. Nope. Other than trying to spice that up with a little bit of late late additions and better high dry hopping. It's not a mystery. Yeah. Um, man, that is... But, I mean, even with the mystery hops, I mean, it's still a very drinkable. Yeah. Um, 
Like, and the mystery hops had like a little, uh, like, like quality that you may necessarily not have gotten uh, otherwise. Um, like, there's there's that herbal quality that I'm just. I I am interested in seeing if it if it had a, a hop with a little bit more spice, like pearl or something. Or yeah. That that's me. But I don't. You could easily do a lot. Well, of I'm thinking like a may, maybe like a cream ale with uh yep. with like saws or something, just to and do like a pseudo pills, like a pilsner ale. I might yeah. actually have to try the one suggestion that Miles had said. It has a bit of a koshy taste to begin with, so might as well add some kolsch grain to that. Yeah, yeah. Really, just embrace that um, that style. I absolutely. I'm I'm excited to see what what you come out with next. Uh, as far as what I've tried from from your home brews, you you've clearly got the right thing going. Right? I, you I'm got impressed. you have some chops, man. These are these are some good beers. Yeah. I would easily order another one any day of the week. Oh yeah. I could sit there and just drink that that pale ale. And you still have some more red ale to work on. Oh, I do. <laughs> <laughs> the pain. The pain. Oh, man, my life. It's so hard <laughs> to go drink some beer. Man, I should have never met you. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. Man, um, well, Tom, is... uh, thanks thanks for joining us. I really appreciate it. And thanks for the beers. Absolutely. Um, I'm really excited to dive into some of those uh, commercial beers that you sent us, too. Uh, so we'll, we'll hit those... Uh, on another date, I think, and yep. uh, take a look at those. So thank yeah, you. Feel free to give me a shout out anytime, guys. Yeah, we'll do. Yeah, we might actually have to uh, get you, uh, you know, semi regularly uh, to talk about homebrew because, man, you, I think you know more than us at this point. So <laughs> <laughs> I least. take that as a great compliment. Good, good. You're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, have a good day, Tom. Thank you. All right. Thanks, guys. Later. Bye. Bye.